All right, everybody. Welcome to Truthzilla, episode hello. number one. Say hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. All right. Um, with us today, well, my name's Scott, and with us today, we got Ed and Megan. Hello. Um, this is a trip, man. Like, this has kind of been a long time in the works. We've been talking about doing this for a minute. And uh, the thing about Truthzilla is you need a lizard the size of Godzilla to defeat the other lizard people, man. And, and the truth is the only way to bring it, dude. You know, the Truthzilla is here to bring the truth, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just like... It's kind of crazy, man, that we're here doing this. Like, like I just, um, we're sitting here with a bunch of microphones and uh, all these thoughts in our head, and it's just like we're just ready to put it out there, dude. And this is just the culmination of a lot of, you know, angst and a lot of conversations amongst ourselves. Like, dude, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, this makes no sense to me, dude. Like, so this is it. We're just going to do it. We don't even care. You know, take it or leave it, folks. Take Planting it it. seeds of truth. Planting, Planting seeds, seeds of truth. Of truth. Yep. Let them sprout. Yep. So take it or leave it. Wake up, Greg. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is what we almost thought to call the podcast. And so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we would be, uh, it would be appropriate to kind of introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, Ed, what brought you to seeking the truth and uh, wanting to bring the truth, dude? All right. Well, I'm Ed, and, you know, uh, it's been kind of a long story what brought me to this point I would say uh, you know I mean I've always questioned you know um, as we'll get into later a little bit of 9-11 action um, you know I, at that point in my life I was partying hard but I still knew something was wrong you know like the the narrative did not fit what happened and so I think I've always kind of questioned um, you know uh, I would say the biggest thing in my life that has really opened my eyes to how much we are lied to um, was uh, I have children now, and it, we had to vac or we had to make the decision of whether we're going to vaccinate these children, which is a big decision, you know. Um, I mean, how many times has the media told us that vaccines are safe and effective? The, the way to save their lives, the way to keep them safe. You're a good parent. That's what you do yeah, for that's sure. What you do. That, Listen that is, to your doctor. But but when you have that child and you have to inject them with 69 doses right. of, uh, of chemicals, Chemicals. You have, to, you have to make that evaluation. And I'm gonna be straight up honest, like I was, I was brainwashed. Yep. Like uh, even though I questioned some other things, like I was brainwashed, I'm like, we just do what the doctors say, man. Like that's what you do. Yep, absolutely. And, um, and so, but I had a partner that was, she just resisted. She was just, she knew from the start, like it didn't feel right. She could her, tell, you know? she could feel it. She off. could feel that this was not right what to do. And so it was, we had to, to figure out what we we're going to do. So we started, we had, we had the book, uh, Dr. Sears book. Um, I forget what it's called, but anyways, it's, it's the, the delayed schedule. And, and I did, I read that book and I read about all the different illnesses and the, and the vaccines for them. And to be quite honest, I kind of want just went along Yep. Um, uh, like this schedule looks better than this other Absolutely. schedule. Absolutely, that's the so, deal. So we started doing that schedule, and um, so my uh, both kids had issues, and you know I, I still still under those circumstances I still would not attribute to the things I was seeing to vaccines because I was so trained to not do that. But like I, my my daughter, first of all, she went through. Uh, many months of where she threw up every single day. Um, there were days when she was sick that she threw up probably 20 times in a day, like totally unnatural things. Um, then my son, my son, I mean, to, to put it out there, like he started showing these signs uh, that you would call autistic. And, and man, I know like I'm going to, a whole bunch of people just like shut their minds off right there. You say autistic, mm. you say vaccines, like people shut down. I'm here to tell you like, what you've been told you've been lied to absolutely and when you when you stop and you do some other things like thank god i had a partner that was like not gonna have it you know because mm -hmm. because i was the one i was the other side of this thing i was i fought this thing i was like no we gotta it can't be that you know um looking back though i mean there was times where my son like and after vaccines where he screamed for hours on end and uh and he, he went through these sicknesses and you know um for me, it was it was a little podcast called The Vaccine Conversation. It was probably the best piece for me. And that's kind of why I, I want to do vac uh, a podcast today is because 
I feel like this is the best method for me to take in information. Yeah. Is um, I, I do best listening to someone explain it to me, you know? And yeah. um, and when I started listening to that, it was just, they, they really broke it down. And, and they, they started, I remember the second episode was just on all the, the media sound bites and how, like, ev how everything you know about vaccines has been told to you a thousand fucking times yep. and you don't even know it. Right. You don't even know it. So, mm -hmm. you, so um, anyways, we and had to And to trust the medical community implicitly with what they tell us about yes, our yes. lives, what they're gonna put into our bodies, whatever it is that they hand down to us is what we are supposed to absolutely swallow without question because because it's they're them, the, because the they are the, uh, the authority. Oh, they're the doctors, Absolutely. they're the doctors. Yep. I, mean, I mean, how relevant is that discussion right now? Right, right. You know, I mean, it is, it is just, I mean, they don't, they haven't even made a vaccine and they're like, you have to take it. Absolutely. They're, we're going to make this shit mandatory because you are not helping the community around you. Right. If, if you don't take this vaccine that we, for 17 years, we haven't been able to make yet at this point. And like, what do they call it? The, uh, the accelerated, um, Sorry, I'm, I'm blanking, but they, the, the, the vaccine that they have tested on all these animals, when they actually get the virus, they, they, uh, they get worse symptoms than just getting the virus. Absolutely, you know? right. So, so yep. we, we have all this evidence that, that even if they do make a vaccine, that it could be disastrous. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of doctors speaking out that are saying this is going to be a disaster, you right. know? And right. what, they, what they, the other side is they don't want you to know is how many doctors speak out against these exact things because yeah. there is a whole community that people don't even know. So mm -hmm. anyways, um, for me, that broke, that broke the, the straw that the, the camel's back, however you say mm -hmm. it, you know, that, um, like at that point I knew we were lied to, yeah. you know, that everything that is told, like I, I really dove into vaccines and, um, and I've, I've, uh, I've just seen that, Everything that they've told you is true is is bullshit. Essentially, yeah. yep. that they the, the studies aren't there, and I mean it really comes back to um, like in one we'll have to do an episode on is the 1986 uh, uh, Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. Yeah, yeah. damage court. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That they, they basically removed all liability from from uh, from, from the vaccine manufacturers and yes. the CDC and the. Um, the FDA, like everybody, like no one could be held liable. They set up a special court. Right. Now the idea was when they did that, that they would uh, have this uh, task force that would go around and enforce this thing to make sure that, you know, nothing got out of hand, but they got sued because they never did that. So, right. Um, right. So, I mean, cause that was never the intent that they would do that. No, it at the end of the day, the that was, that was just the smoke and mirrors part. Yeah. And it's granted, there's a, there's a whole world that I, I would love to explore in, in that area. Um, but but the reality is, is once I was, my mind was open to that, I just, I started to question everything. Yeah. Like nothing, like science, science is, is a religion at this point, I believe. I believe that science has been so tainted that yeah. um, if you take science for what they tell you, you're, I mean. It's just like politics, man. It's agenda driven. There's a lot of it's agenda driven and there's a lot of motives and, and people that fund these studies are yep. expecting a certain result. You know, it's like, it's, it's. You know, it's it's corrupted. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And look at who's funding these studies, and look mm -hmm. at who is, and look at who owns the companies that are producing these vaccines. I mean, this this goes deep and long for yeah. a ways, but yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because like usually the vaccine issue is something that people have to work themselves up to. It's like yeah. once you start to silly like start to question nine eleven a little bit, like maybe there's something weird going on with nine eleven, or maybe there's like. Uh, you know, uh, like what's with all these like voting scams, dude, or something, something, something. Sure. But usually to jump right into the vaccine debate. And so like, it's interesting. So that hopefully the people listening could be like, okay, well, uh, you know, that's a good entry point too. You know, like, uh, for me, yeah, I mean like, dude, uh, I really hope that, uh, people don't hear that and just like immediately tune out. Right. Because that, that's, that's like, you know, like. They say that's black belt level stuff. Well, maybe not black belt. That's like orange belt level stuff, right? Sure, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 uh, yeah. Anyway. But there's some some deep truths there that are. I I feel like it's so crucial for people to really, you can make whatever determination, but have 
the information, have the desire to understand. And it's really, and I think the thing is that it comes off as really super complicated and hard to find mm -hmm. this information, and it and it truly is not that hard. No, it's really no. not it's that right buried, there. and 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 it's the right there. absolutely, and you can pull up. I mean. Yeah, it's and I and so don't be discouraged at all yeah. by that and and do just keep an open mind and and yes. make your own determinations but understand that that if you can be open to the idea that perhaps there is validity to the other mm -hmm. side of the coin of everything that we've been taught everything's been indoctrinated into mm -hmm. us our entire lives then we have a hope at uh we we have a hope we have yeah. a huge hope at rising against ultimately i think a, a huge machine of oppression absolutely so yeah. absolutely and so you know uh our hopes with this podcast right like each episode we're going to focus on a certain topic um to kind of just slowly roll out uh, our understanding of what you know the truth is you know we could be wrong and i think a lot of the times what we're what we're proposing what we're bringing up what we're talking about it's just going to leave you with more questions than answers you know we're not saying sure. that we have answers you know we don't say we're not going to say that like you know this is uh 100% the way it is because a lot of it you just can't you just can't do there's just no like the more you unpack it the more it unravels the more you see there's just more questions at the end of each turn the end of each tunnel there's just more questions right but but you know if you just stay stuck where you're at you're just you're just gonna you're gonna be stuck with this falsehood that is it, that is that is false but the more you dig in the more the truth reveals itself more and more until it's like almost intuitive dude Absolutely. and so anyway yeah. with the hopes of this episode is that we're gonna start off kind of just easy with just an easy one an easy one that you know everybody can get on board with and everybody can understand and then you can start asking questions but we'll get there in a minute we'll get there in a minute um so megan yeah how did you hi. start waking up all right so for me it was like a really quiet awakening uh, probably about 20 years ago and maybe even before let me let me back up and get like a tiny bit dark so mm. um in my childhood i had a, a really horrible family situation, a really super abusive father. There was um, sexual abuse that went on, um, not with the father, but just uh, just ch childhood trauma. And at that time, as a child, I just knew that um, that was not going to be a life that my kids had to lead. And it was just, you know, some trauma will sometimes do that where you just know innately, like, going forward, that becomes a path. Um, so as I got older and got into... Uh, kind of uh, probably teenagers, I, I was pretty confident that I wanted to um, get my law degree. And, and my goal and hope at the time was that, I mean, that's the dream, right? You get your law degree and you get hired on, hopefully, with, at that time, I thought, hopefully, with the FBI, right? Dude, you're um, going to already, people are going to be saying, oh, she's just a fucking shell, dude. <laughs> 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 fucking shell. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, that she's what? She's a shell, dude. She's a government <laughs> shell, dude. <laughs> but um, I just thought that... Uh, it would be, I thought that I would be, I had such a passion for this exploitation of children to, to be able to somehow stem the mighty flow of, of evil that happens in that um, realm. And um, it was really through schooling and kind of um, case studies and, and, you know, as I was older, just getting into psychology also, that was another huge um, draw and kind of understanding, getting to understand psychological warfare around the time that I was starting to understand um, some deeper uh, veins of child trafficking and kind of how that trickles up. And it was in understanding and, and really coming across more and more of that trickle up that makes you go, well, now that I'm up, let's see where this trickles back down. And as I looked at where these things trickle back down, it really does trickle into all of these social issues that we're having, uh, all the way up, including today, 9-11, um, so many things, and, it's, and I, I say this broadly, and I don't want to scare anyone because it seems like immediately that it's disconnected, but, but truly it is not, mm -hmm. um, in terms of when we're talking about the people in position of power, people who really run things and, and push agendas and have the money to do so. Um, so that's uh, kind of how the doors open for me, kind of slowly and over, 20 years, and, and more so really, I would say, in, in probably the last 18 months, mm -hmm. um, really got to be more of a fire for me to kind of get to the bottom of a lot of these truths as we're seeing so much uh, upheaval in the world and so much, in, in my opinion, what seems to be a, a huge swell, a push toward this uh, New World Order agenda. Sure. Mm -hmm. so. yep. 
you know, I mean, fascinating. I that's that's kind of why we started this podcast right now. Is I mean, I I have to say, like, uh, I don't know how you guys feel when I when I'm out in the world uh, at my job uh, mm-hmm. at a lot of places. I feel so isolated because mm-hmm. there's so many people that just buy right into yeah. this stuff going on, and they're just walking blindly into it. And as we're walking into a, a new control grid, really, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. and and it's just it scares the shit out of me. To yeah, be real absolutely. Honest. And um, the I, apathy what of can people we do? almost a yeah. little bit, or just their. And sometimes it's hard to face. I feel like it's hard to, it's hard to face the truth because it's really, really hard to let go of a lifetime of understanding. It's really hard mm-hmm. to let go of this social conditioning, and, and this is part of that psychological warfare where we've been sure. indoctrinated. Most of us in public school since we were young, and we've had right. our parents told this was the way to handle things with us, and then therefore this is how we should handle things with our children. But um, and Scott and I have talked about this, but. I think that um, at the end of the day, truth stands for itself. Truth is a light unto itself. And you can't, even if for a moment you can deny, even if it reverberates a little bit roughly with you, at some point the truth makes itself known. And it it can't, even if you can look truth in the face and say, well, I don't understand why you are what you are. But I think that there's something within humanity, within all of us, that has the ability to recognize when that information, when something true is before us, yeah, and and to mm. hopefully open our minds to the process of where that leads. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so talk about you know black belt level stuff too. You know, like that's uh, again people tuning in. Like is your my my plan though to disseminate this is to put it out there to people who are probably going to already be on our level, but at the same time. Uh, along the way, you know, if it gets shared and it's going to spread, you know, people were going to pick on, on stuff. So this is your first introduction to this sort of stuff. If this is like, you know, you're hearing about vaccines are bad. You're hearing about child trafficking at the highest levels of power in the world. Like, you know, that's, that's some, you know, crazy stuff, you know, like don't, don't, don't just don't. Sign, you know, don't don't rule it out quite yet. Stay with us. Stay with us, okay? Because yep. we'll get there, man. Yep. And 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 just for the record, I'm not suicidal whatsoever. I've never been suicidal in my entire <laughs> life. Not um, suicidal. I'm, I'm never ever fully been into suicidal. my mental health and happiness. Yes. And so, um, unfortunately, a lot of researchers and people who delve into these topics end up committing suicide, or so yeah. they say. So suicide. A lot of suicided so people, full of information. You know, if anything ever happens, you know, we've already got a dead man switch in place. So just don't even worry about it. So just just. Uh, Good call. It's, 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 yeah. So we're just, you know, we're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to be positive. Absolutely. And even though we're diving into the darkness, like we're trying to bring out the light. Absolutely. That's the whole thing. That's yep. the whole thing. Perfectly. You know, we're not trying to be, you know, uh, you know, we're not trying to bring, we're not trying to like bum you out or piss you yep. off, but you know, that's what happens. That's the natural progression of things. Like yep. once you start yep. seeing this stuff, it's going to piss you off a little bit. A little bit. And uh, <laughs> don't, don't be pissed at us though, dude. No, no, Be like no. these fucking guys and their fucking vaccines and they're no, 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 dude. Just, just, just look into it a little bit. You know, we're going to help the, you do that. Stay we're with help us. You do that, we are you know? absolutely here to, we are that. And that is really our whole purpose yeah. is just to help and yeah. to, you know, it's so beneficial. I, I feel like that the information that we've come across has been like eye opening, life changing, um, given us a, a, a vision of a future that we wouldn't have had with essentially with our eyes closed to these things. So it's, yeah, yeah. And I truly believe the only way we don't enter the new world order as planned is mm-hmm. is, is an awakening. Absolutely, that's a hundred percent. You're right. And, and I yep. want I want to share it with my community. I want to help any way I can. This yep. is this is a way we can do that. Yep. And again, they're gonna be like, oh my god, these fucking weirdos in their new world order talk, right? Okay, well. Check it out. Like this, this is you know a great uh, researcher, Charlie Robinson's always talking about. Like you know, this is not our words. This is their words, right. dude. Yep. Yep. They're the, like George Bush, senior, using New World Order in his speeches all the time. Freaking, uh, you know, these people like Brzezinski's and the freaking Kissingers. They use these words to define what it is that they're doing. Yep. Uh, David Rockefeller. They uh. in his freaking biography he autobiography or biography i can't remember it says like the new world order yeah like you know he's like literally like this is their words not ours man on the dollar bill it says nuevo ordo seclorum it says new world order on the one dollar bill underneath the pyramid dude not our words man but when you hear new world order you're going to automatically be like you're conditioned you're conditioned to uh you know tune out and and just be like oh they're crazy these are just crazy people talking because they're saying the words new world order right that, you know, it's things like that, it's things like that, that when you start, when your brain starts to tell you that, 
that's an automatic trigger to be like, oh, that's conditioning. Oh, that is my, it's touching on that conditioning. Yeah. And, and you can kind of start to see uh, how the way you feel when you hear words like New World Order or anti-vaccination and how that makes you feel uncomfortable or makes you feel a little disgusted. That's your programming. That's your programming kicking in. So yeah. Just recognize that. Yes. Um, you know, it's it, and it's kind of scary once you realize how deep the programming goes and how it's been there your whole life, man. It was there my whole life, too. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, I mean... Megan, did you have anything else you were gonna say on that? Uh, on, I, on your I, coming to truth, or I, I maybe lost my train of thought on You're that good. whole matter. <laughs> um, uh, the psychological warfare thing, yeah. I think I would probably touch on. Okay. Just in, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll just get into it as we go. I guess sure, I would say sure, that sure, that sure. sort of just kind of tied into everything, but we'll we'll get into it. I just wanted to we'll give you an up. opportunity to, to wrap it up because I was gonna tell a little bit about where where I'm coming from here. Yeah, so, do like, please. So like, oh, so for me. Like, dude, it's embarrassing because I was totally there, dude. When I started waking up, I was just like, oh, my God. My whole life, like, the things that I really stood for, I'm completely wrong. Whoa. It was a mind blower, dude. Like, I was literally, and I'm sure, you know, this is a lot of people out there. You know, they saw the buildings fall on September 11, 2001. And, uh, you know, <laughs> this the rally cries from all over the world, you know, all over America. Like, we have to get revenge. You know, we have to stop these evildoers and these terrorists, right? <laughs> you know, we have to stop these terrorists that, that, that hate our freedom and try to destroy Fucking our country. Man. Like, I was like, yeah. Right. Fuck those guys. Yep. They have to pay. <laughs> yes. They have to pay. <laughs> that was it you know? at that time. Everybody. Totally. And I was all about it, yep. dude. So I remember much. getting into, like, we have calling. Wallet. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember calling into, like, radio talk shows and being like, these fucking, we need to, you know, just like, whoa, dude. And then it's like, and then it started to, un, like, and really, you know, it was probably like, I don't even know, man, like, 2010, 2011, like, you know, I first started to kind of look into it a little bit, and I was like, and again, but I didn't really go too deep. You know, I heard that these there was movements that maybe 9/11 wasn't exactly the way it was supposed to be, but I was like, no, that can't be true because like we're at war with these countries, and like you know, our government, you know, why would they, you know, it just didn't make sense at first, dude. And and I was so like pro government, like pro like so, yeah, George Bush, yeah, get him, get yeah, him, get him, you so know, much. and like and just like it's so weird, dude. I would get into fights because my mom and my sister, who I love so much, dude, like they're they're you know they're very much progressive people, and I would just like get into like all these arguments with them, just like like no, dude, you're wrong. Like we have to go kill all these, yep. you know. Oh my God! And then like the they day really came. set us up to hate yeah. one another. Another yeah. instance yeah. where they set yeah. us up yeah. to yeah. hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just so. It's like it's just so bananas. And then once you start unpacking it, um, but honestly, dude, I was kind of lost for a while, and I really just kind of, you know, I was out there getting loaded and doing stupid stuff, and I ended up, and part of that, you know, I was I was using drugs, and I freaking. Uh, was stealing from stores to support my habit for a while, okay? And, I, and I've got multiple years clean now, and so we're good. But at the same time, I ended up getting arrested, and I ended up going to prison, okay? So I was in prison, state prison, and I'm just, like, looking at this thing, and, and I'm meeting people who have spent the majority of their lives in prison and seeing their perspective and just looking at prison from the inside, and I just realized, whoa, dude, this is so, like, it's so corrupt. Like, I was at yeah. a state prison. I was at uh, Oregon State Penitentiary, and just seeing the amount of drugs that were moving in up and down the tier all day long, it's like the guards are bringing them in. You know, I started reading a couple books while I was in there that was talking about like, you know, the prison industrial complex and all this stuff and like for-profit prisons and it just, and then yep. it started just, just really started talking to people and realizing this is so corrupt. And one of the weird things too that, that struck me is that, um, you know, so they have this thing where, you know, they don't feed you very well. You know, I mean, they feed you decently. You, you can get fat in there if you wanted to. Right. You know, they, they give you enough calories per day, but it's, like, kind of not the best food in the world. But they also have, like, canteen, they call it, or uh, commissary, where you can have money, whatever money you have on your books that people give you. Uh, you can just buy, like, soups and peanut butter and all this stuff. Like, And so it's kind of a status thing, too, when you're in prison and you have, like, all these, like, if you have nice shoes, you can buy shoes, you can buy a TV, you can buy a guitar, you can buy, like like burritos and make burritos with your homies and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's a status thing if you're, if you have all that sure. stuff. Right. And, uh, and I was just looking at all these people spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars every week on this, all this like top ramen and shit like that. It's like $2 for a, for a 10 cent pack of hot wow. ramen. You know what I mean? And, uh, they're just cashing in and I'm just like, Whoa, dude, this is why we're all in prisons. Cause you guys are spending all this fucking money on this shit. It's like, okay, how about this? How about we like nobody buy commissary for a week? 
Nobody in the whole state and federal prison system across the entire country, nobody buy commissary for like one week and have like the gangs do something good and like enforce that, right? Right. Nobody spend anything. Like if you, if you buy something off commissary, then you get punked out, dude. That's how it is, right? And I'd be like, dude, the whole system would just collapse in a day, yeah. just like that, right? And I'm looking at, and so today, when I look at our world and I'm like, that's it right there. That is our solution. So we'll get into more of that later. Like, sure. yeah. we need to start participating in this bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, like, there's Definitely. a really good researcher, um, podcaster, YouTuber. His name's Max Egan, um, The Crow House. He's got, uh, he, I've heard, this is the first time I'd heard him talk about it. It's called uh, Days of Noncompliance, where you just literally, like, one, and it has to be a slow rollout and to get people on board, but it's just like you don't participate in the system on their terms. Right. Sure. You know, they have this system in place, and we just like, okay, we're not going to participate in this. So we, no one goes to work. No one does any bank transactions, no gas purchases, no uh, grocery purchases. You don't buy anything. And then just watch them fall to their knees, dude. Just starve them out. Right. Sure. I don't know. Anyway. We are more powerful than them. Yeah, but Absolutely. it just, you know, so I just saw what the world was like from, like, on the inside of the prison. I'm like, dude, this is so bananas. And then also, like, all these people have spent the majority of their lives in prison, and they're perfectly comfortable with it. And it's designed that way, and it's designed not to rehabilitate you. It's right. designed to keep you in the system and it's sure. because they make so much so money much off money. of each individual that's person it. that's in there. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's taxpayer money. It's like it's just like a freaking hustle, dude. They take taxpayer money, <laughs> and they siphon it through these prison systems into these corporations that make up the prison industrial complex. So your taxpayer money is just going boom, 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 just right up into these corporate like CEOs' pockets, dude. That's just how it is. Right. So it's for their benefit to keep us in prison. Then you get into the law, and then you know, once I started unpacking that, I was like, Jesus, dude, this is crazy. I get out and I start working at a job, and uh, it's at a countertop fabrication shop, and uh, and it's really cool. Forty hours a week, they just let you listen to headphones, right? And then I started um, listening to. I got burned out with music because I was just listening to music, 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 and I'm like, God, I'm listening to the same songs over and over, and it got kind of annoying, and so I just started listening to podcasts. I don't know. I didn't really know many podcasts, and so like I started with, like, I don't even know, like probably Joe Rogan's podcast, something like that, you know, just something mainstream, and then I started listening to guests and started going down the rabbit hole with that, and eventually I stumbled across, I think it was Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, dude. Yes. Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, and I was just like, this is funny. This is interesting. And then I remember the very first time I heard them talking about, actually, I think it was uh, the Higher Side Chat with Greg Carlwood. It's a different one, which is a really good podcast, too. But they were talking, he, he had a guest on named Fiona Barnett, who is a survivor of satanic ritual abuse, SRA. And, and I was like, wait a minute, huh? And she was talking about how she, you know, she, she, she was involved in like these sex trafficking stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Like that happens? And I had no idea, really. I had no idea. And then I, I just started. And that's where it all, and I'm like, wow, okay, so, like, we're at, the world is run by a bunch of elite people who, who, who just, like, the currency that they run in and the world that they, like, centers around, like, trafficking and, yep. and raping children. Yep. Like, how yep. is that even, that can't but be true. You're dead oh, That can't be true. That can't be true. And, and it blew my mind. And so I remember just feeling sickened and disgusted by it. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? You got to be kidding me. So... Anyway, you know, and then I, I, the more I got into these, these shows, you know, I just, like, started doing my own research and, like, taking notes and talking to other people and getting involved with, like, online communities and just, like, wow, dude, like, I really kind of got a, like got on fire for it, you know, yeah, like you were saying. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm representing here today. Yes. Lizard people <laughs> everywhere. I got, uh, this is a, from it. a show, uh, Sam Tripoli yes. up in Portland, Oregon, and then Eddie Bravo right here yes. representing, Bravo. dude, lizard people everywhere with my tinfoil hat, baby. So, anyway... Had to, I had to do it for the pilot episode. Yes. Had to do it, dude. But uh, anyway, man, like, so I don't know. And so today it's just like, whoa, dude. Like, really? And so, you know, I don't know. It's kind of just been building up, like this pressure. This pressure's just been building up. I think in all of us, we've all felt it to the point where we're like, you know what? I don't fucking care anymore, dude. Let's Can't just buy silent. some equipment. Let's yeah. buy some equipment yeah. and yeah. just start doing this yeah. thing, man. And, and we're going to try it out. We'll just see what happens, dude. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and I'm really excited. This is freaking awesome. I am so sick of driving by the parks and not being able to let my children play. At yeah. Them. It is such yeah. bullshit. I break those rules at okay. the park. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I would if I didn't have a three- and four-year-old with me. Okay. You know, Fair. like, I just, I... Yeah. This is what I'm going to do about I got that. you. you know, I got you. This is what I'm going to do about that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... There you go. So this is like for those of you in the future who are watching this, man, it's June 4th. We're recording this on June 4th, 2020, and we're coming out of two months of 
global wide, global worldwide lockdown, complete economic chaos. And you know, like there's everyone's like, oh, the economy is more important than people's lives. It's like, no, uh-huh. dude, not for a split second no. is the economy more important than people's lives. However, you've been completely lied to about yeah, this whole coronavirus. Totally thing, lied dude. to. You've been lied to so hard, dude. And we can get into all that shit, but I'm sure you know, maybe, you know. You're picking up, you can smell it on the air. You can yeah. blood in the water yeah. and you know it. And, and one of the great ways you can tell is that right today, right, the coronavirus is all anybody was ever talking about all day, every day, mm-hmm. 24-7. People are just so scared, dude. And then all of a sudden in the last week, it's race, I wouldn't call them, I wouldn't characterize them as race riots because I don't think it's like, it's more like people rioting as, as just blowing off steam towards uh, what they perceive as the, the oppression of the police, right? Okay, now that's all well and good, and I'm actually on that. I'm totally sure. on that level, and I'm all about that. But here's the point of that is that look at what happened to the coronavirus. It's like it didn't even happen. Like it literally feels like it didn't even happen, and the people I see out there in the streets are still wearing masks. It's like it's like they're holding on to this dream because they don't want to be like, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was like, maybe I was wrong. Well, then we've also got these governors like, that were dude. pushing the lockdown the hardest yeah. that are are very much advocating for these huge gathering protests, yeah. like overnight. Like it's just sure. not so even it? an issue at all. So which is it? And then you're telling me like, like, like articles coming out yesterday saying how uh, like what, 19,000 people they're trying to guilt trip us saying 19,000 people tested positive <sighs> for a coronavirus as a result of these as a result of these uh, uh, things, and, and I may be wrong on the science but or whatever. You, if you go straight to the, the, there's a site you can go to for the numbers of coronavirus, and you can look at the USA. Yep. Nineteen thousand is not out of the normal daily amount of new cases we're getting. Sure. It's it's right in the range. It's right perfect. That's the thing is you have to look at these numbers. Yeah. You cannot. I mean, when I took statistics class the first yeah. thing they told me day one yeah statistics are the easiest way to lie absolutely yeah. so yeah. you cannot just take these numbers the media gives you you must go and look at those numbers look yeah. at them in context because if you don't if you just hear a statistic and a message like what i find is it's mostly a lie right. you have to go straight take the data yeah. go straight to the data and i mean i i honestly every time i hear a statistic i go straight and try to put it in context. I, right. I look up numbers on the internet and, and see see what that means. And a lot of that's, um, you know, the vaccine world is just, I mean, famous for that and mm-hmm. their lies with that. Because, you know, it's oh, it's one in a million that's affected by that, right. you know. Um, and, but, um, well, yeah. the, the idea that they, that, that the, the, okay, we're just, and I realize that there's several different stories floating around. I mean, sure. surprise, surprise with the media. But, I mean, the idea that, and I, you're probably about to expound on this, Scott, but mm-hmm. um, the idea that from when the rioting or when these protests um, began that the incubation period possibly could have allowed for that many cases. For, and that's what they were saying was that it was from these protests beginning to when they were reporting that there sure. were all of these new cases. In order to have even come up with that many positive tests, they would have to have done how many did you say, Scott? Well, so, you know, that, that was the thing. Is like I was basing that on, like, so... It has like a point whatever three percent kill rate. So I was was, point two six. Okay, so I was looking at more like. So I was trying to look up like the total amount of tests versus the total amount of confirmed cases, right? So even if they do have, yeah, yeah, my phone's doing. But anyway, like you know, so, um, so basically, it's like okay, so if you had if you just got nineteen thousand tests out of the result of these in the last twenty four days, like what? If even if it's like ten percent. Of people tested test positive like i want to know what that number is that's what i'm trying to figure out like how many people who get tested end up testing positive right you know there's myriads of issues with the testing anyways and what are they testing? but that would mean that would mean you're doing like how many thousands of tests just in the last 24 hours get that number like i don't believe it which and and i mean just okay let's just talk about like in our community alone how many friends friends of friends have we any of us over the last couple months talked to that were especially at the beginning stages of this um ridiculous uh pandemic uh propaganda stunt that they've mm-hmm. pulled um how many Twenty thousand, right in the average okay so twenty thousand. so yeah you're right dude maybe maybe i'm i'm tripping but like this is the average number of new cases every day yeah so, so t- t- between just, 20 and 30 but they're day, attributing but, it yeah. and that's the thing is that yeah. and and so even sure. by their own see that's the point i think is that important to find like their little inconsistencies goes to prove the broader point that it's absolute bullshit 
Absolutely. And I don't mean yeah. that the virus doesn't exist, yeah. that it doesn't infect the point how, you know, I mean, yeah. but what are we talking about here? How many viruses are there? How many diseases? Yeah. Um, what are we talking about too? Like what's the nature of a virus? We're talking about getting a vaccine for, I know, we go, we, and you and it I, could, we could exist. all go, uh, right, exactly, exactly. Exist, we're basing our whole plan on something that doesn't exist. Uh, correct. Which is, which is inconceivable to me. Yeah. Uh, inconceivable. Inconceivable, dude. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, dude. So, Or it does exist, and they're not telling us, and they're just waiting long enough to give it to us. There's another, the whole theory to be made of that. Yeah. Um, and, dude, it's, it's crazy. And then, like, but, like, it, and then all of a sudden, it's just gone. And just coronavirus is just gone, dude. Like, where did it go? Did it even happen? Well, we, but, I mean, and there's a lot of, I mean, you know, we obviously all listen to a lot of, a lot of this stuff, but, yeah. I mean, there, there's a, a real case to be made that this, what this race thing going on right now is going to usher in the next phase, which they've yeah, already absolutely. talked about so much. Yep. They've already been like, oh, the next phase is going to be so bad. There's going to be many more people are going to die from this next phase. You know, this, yeah. this, this thing we're in is not meant to end. Correct. There, it's not meant to end. It's meant to keep driving us further and further and further down and keep yeah. us down. And and they're going to use all of these other extenuating circumstances, which I do not believe for two seconds are accidental in sure, any way. Sure. And, and not, I mean, or unrelated are, are unrelated. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, there that's definitely a deep agenda. And if this if this little fire drill doesn't work, well, what's going to happen if we push them in this way? And then yep. they're going to let. Yep. And, and, I mean, and you know, we, I mean, I think everyone agrees that like, you know, killing an unarmed black men in the street is, is horrible. And yeah. it's not, but you have to look at these, the context of what's going on. Look at what the media reported for the four days before that. Look at, look at these, uh, this father son that's mm -hmm. killing the guy, the, the woman in the park, the Karen, yes. you know, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. there's all these things that the media is beefing this shit up. Right. Yep. They're, they're like, yep. they're setting this up. So we have, they, this is planned. Absolutely yep. planned. And yep. I, and I feel like that, it, and I, and I feel like too, that it's, it's becoming that little bit of, uh, I think it's becoming obvious. I mean, even no matter mm -hmm. what you believe, again, this is that situation where when you take everything in context, when you take it under this, especially if you just want to look at it just from, in terms of just this pandemic propaganda that's gone on and what's happened underneath that blanket and to, to, not be able to see in some way that this is contrived and absolutely on purpose purpose and connected related and part of the agenda to push and and what and what is it driving us toward let's yeah. talk about what is sure. it driving us toward which is Okay, we're going to say New World Order again, but we're talking about... And then just today I was reading about... Um, yes, the, you hit on something. Brilliant. Was you, that the... Which government... Now I'm okay, forgetting... Okay, so who, no, you were saying how uh, all this anti-police stuff, right? Now it's it. going to be abolish... There's an abolish the police force unit. Well, they want to... See, that's the thing is they want to abolish local police. They want to abolish okay. local government. And this is super, super important when we're talking about New World Order because that is the agenda is yes. to have a global policing and so you know the idea behind well what we're going to do is we're going to push for social reform and that's a, and it's a wonderful blanket yeah. statement it's a wonderful <laughs> ideal and and we all love that ideal however if we're looking at facts and we're looking at the way that things run and we're looking at history and we're looking at the the events as they unfold um anyways I'll, no that's I'm great but that's but, great. but essentially what we're what we're seeing is that the um, the push and, and really to, and to use the people against each other, the push against um, the idea of local government, the idea of local policing um, for our communities under the guise that it's going to be better for us is absolute fallacy, absolute mm -hmm. fallacy. And it is an abs it's going to be um, a removal of our rights. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure, sure. We're talking about essentially what they're going to usher in is is an ability to suspend the constitution of the united states if yep. this goes on and yep. once that happens we're game over fucked because game over, dude. so we're yeah. talking about you know the the con what do we use the the proposed constitution of the new states of america which i don't know and i, I know that yep um but uh, there is no Bill of Rights in that, guys. And, and I was uh, saying this the other day, too. Um, national emergency within that document is used 100, that, that, that phrase is used 134 times. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the, the idea of personal sovereignty and freedom is completely eradicated from that whole um, document, mm -hmm. really. And, and, but these are all little seeds. They said they're, they're these huge blow-ups around us, but really these are, if you're looking at this trickle-down, these are little seeds that are going to allow for this rollout, which has been planned 
I mean, we're decades yep. and decades and decades yep. deep into this. Yep. And, sure. and sure. many of us are just waking up, but really we need to wake up, but quick. Yep. Yeah, but quick. But quick. <laughs> Dude. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, no, totally. So here we are. We're trying to wake everybody up. You know, we could go on and on about all this stuff, you yeah, know, and, know. And, and I think that there are so many other good sources out there. You know, some of the ones that I've been really plugged into to keep me. And that's the other thing, too, about podcasts that I love is that, okay, so what it is is like, you know, versus like the mainstream media, you know, that you, I, they've, proven, they've proven themselves to be not reliable at all. Sure. The great thing about getting information from podcasts is that you kind of learn to curate the material and see who's trustworthy, who isn't over time. They generally have a tendency to prove uh, how honest they are, how, how, you know, how in, you know, what their intentions are. And so I've gotten to the point where I, I trust a lot of these people, you know, like one of the ones is like James Corbett, dude. How could you just like, he's just like, everything is on point 100% for the last 12 years, documented, sourced, like what more could you ask for? Right. And it's like, okay, he just did a great expose on the whole Bill Gates thing, yeah. dude, Amazing. man. Like, Amazing. And you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, so people like that, man. And as wacky as fucking Sam Tripoli is, dude, like, you know, he has on great guests and they're, they're, they're on the right path, dude. I love it, dude. Sure. And so like these people, like, you know, and, and Charlie, dude, Charlie, man, like these guys, they, they, they put, they put, they, they put their money where their mouth is yep. all the fucking time, dude. Yep. And, uh, you know, if we can, like, we're just like little nodes in this thing, man. Like we're just going to take what they got and we're going to keep spread it this way. You know, we can't all shine the light in all the same directions. Right. And so here's what our, here, our idea is just to kind of each individual, you know, each episode, we're just going to kind of break in something that we consider to be factual, truthful, um, and something you probably haven't even heard of before. And I think today, um, we're going to get into it, right? Yeah. Let's get into Let's it. We're going to talk about, I'm, I'm going to start it off with just a, quiz, a simple question for you. So, did you know that three towers fell on September 11th, 2001 in New York City? There were a few others that were damaged, and uh, there, was, there was like more like, you know, that, that, that collapsed too that weren't as big of buildings. But that's the big question that, uh, you know, our friends at the Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth posed to the world. They came up with this big marketing campaign asking the world they had billboards all over um like up in canada even saying like did you know a third tower fell on 9-11 question mark simple answer you know it's a very innocuous question it's a very right. you know it's not gonna uh turn people like it's like no i bet you okay you know people i talk to all the time i ask them that question and they're like what are you talking about like, I, yeah. I didn't know 18 months ago yeah yeah, yeah. That's straight yeah. up. I, yeah, and, and no people are clue. like, people are like, no way, that can't possibly be true because I would have heard about that by now, like, yep. right? You know, yep. that's the big one. That's the big one. And I know that a lot of people that, that, that have uh, kind of gotten into the whole 9-11, like questioning the, narr the official narrative of 9-11 right here, you know, the 9-11 commission report, right? It's actually a really good, valuable thing to read, and, and it's available for free on audiobook, on CastBox, I know. Um, it's a real good thing to get familiar with because you see what they left out, dude. Um, and so the third tower that fell, um, yeah, it wasn't even... 10,000 pages and they forgot about yeah, that, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. that yeah. one small Yeah, they didn't mention issue. a single word about the 47-story Solomon Brothers building that was located across the street from Towers 1 and 2. Everyone saw Towers 1 and 2 fall that day, right? That's the iconic images that we've all seen it a million times intentionally millions of times just to re-traumatize us every time over over. for just like you know their their ritual but means but we can get into that later dr drive it down yeah. Dri yeah. drive it into yeah. our psyche trauma. so we can and bring that hate up just bring, trauma bring based, up that yep trauma-based mind control yeah, but get, get us to yep rise up but, against but yeah dude and there's so many fishy things about it and we can get into all that stuff and we probably will hopefully god willing the longer we are able to keep this podcast running but we're going to keep it succinct keep it tight here we're going to talk about tower seven right so you, when do you guys hear about Tower 7? Tower Remember? 7? Yeah. It, it fell at 5.20 in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Um, seven hours was, after. Yeah, seven hours <laughs> after. They, they, seven, eight hours. It's yep. attributed to a fire on the mm -hmm. 13th floor that uh, yep. broke apparently one column that triggered all the rest yes. of them is, is the idea of what their narrative is from the, yep. uh, the, the NIST, NIST report. NIST yep. report. Yep. Um, so essentially, though, what happened, and the big question is, is it was an accelerated free fall. It looked mm -hmm. like a controlled right, Let's talk demolition. about yeah, exactly is, how it fell. What does accelerated free fall mean? That means that basically it fell without any resistance. Mm -hmm. Each floor just fell through itself all the way to the ground, right in its own footprint. Just, right. like, just like that. And, you know, you can find, it's, it's kind of hard to find footage right now. Like if you go to YouTube and type in World Trade Center Tower 7 or Tower 7, you're going to have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and maybe find a crappy video somewhere 
Uh, but you know, it's really hard to find. I would suggest going directly to there are a lot of uh, AE 911. What's that? There are a lot of videos. There are a lot of videos, but it's hard to find, dude, on yeah. YouTube. On YouTube, I would suggest a lot like, of censorship. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta we gotta move away from YouTube, but that's a whole other issue too. Yep. But like, dude. So anyway, and thank you, YouTube, for hosting our content. Uh, by the way, we, appreciate we really you. appreciate it. YouTube. Yeah, thank you, YouTube. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, so you know, the NIST report right here. Um, this is this is a summary of basically their. What they said is that, um, you know, it started off with falling debris from World Trade Center Tower 1, which collapsed at 1028, ignited fires on 10 different floors between floors 7 and 30. Uh, water was not available on World Trade Center Tower 7. As a result, um, fire spread. Um, thermal expansion of beams, so the heat from the fire, from the office fires, caused thermal expansion of the beams. Um, girder walk-off on the north side corner of the building on the 13th floor, thermally expanding beams pushed a girder off its seat at the core, whatever the hell that means, and a, a cascade of floor failures. Unsupported girder along with other local fires induced damage caused the 13th floor to collapse. This caused a cascade of floor of failures down to floor five. Due to the cascade of floors, column 79 was laterally unsupported over nine floors, causing the column to buckle eastward. So right, so you're saying one column failed and then so if, if imagine that in your head, maybe if you're just listening, you know, on on you know your favorite podcast player, dude, like, or ma'am, I'm sorry, I just say, dude, you know, that's okay, everyone's that's a, a dude, that's everyone's everyone a dude. Is, you're good, okay. okay, right? So one beam fails, it's gonna like fall in on that beam, right? Right. The whole thing is just gonna go like right. a pancake, just flat down, dude. So it, it's crazy. So the NIST report doesn't answer any questions, and so like I was saying a minute ago, I really want to encourage you to go to ae911truth.org. That's the architects and engineers for 911truth.org. It's a movement led by Richard Gage. Richard. Um, we're gonna get She's you on great. here one of these days, man. I swear. But uh, you know, he he he's he. I think his story is very similar to mine in that like he heard. Like he was very gung ho about the war on terror, right? And then he, yeah. and then someone explained to him, "Wait a minute, did you know that?" And then he saw the video. He was like, "Wait a minute, that's I don't want to speak for him. I can't say all that, but like I've heard multiple interviews with him. You know what I mean? And it's just like, sure. and 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 anybody that watches the footage, it's just like that was a controlled demolition. The yeah. thing just comes straight down. And so, anyway, yeah. And what was what was in that building? Oh Scott? man, what was in that building? You're gonna have to pull that up, dude. <laughs> pull it up. Well, I just I feel like I just want to add this yeah. little tiny piece in there, which is that. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because so I'm I'm very much we're gonna get into FEMA. We, we will okay. get more yes. and more into FEMA. But yes. let's just remember that they it was FEMA that deemed that um, that Building Seven was it was internal fire suppression system which lacked mm. water pressure to fight the fires <laughs> that supposedly brought. This building down, and what what did I read? Uh, mm -hmm. Eighty. It would need eighty columns from all eight floors yeah. to simultaneously yes. fail all at once yep. um, to be able to even uh, have. Yeah, that's really the only the only way. True. That, that is the only way that that building could have come down in the yep. way that it came down, and it certainly wasn't um, fire. No. I mean, and and so the fact that FEMA signed off on it under that, and in mm -hmm. the, and what we know of FEMA. Mm -hmm. um, it's not not a good agenda, not a good agency, not no. backed or or, yeah, started by good people and uh, think these are seeds to keep in the back of your mind. Totally, yeah, we'll definitely pull get to FEMA. I know Mr. Bill Cooper here; he he had some things to say about FEMA for he sure. Does. Um, but like. Uh, you know, so so the original 9-11 commission report, which they begrudgingly did, you know, they, they at first they were like, no, nah, we don't need to look into it. We know what happened, right? And so that, that's a whole can of worms right there. Um, and I think uh, initially they hired Henry Kissinger to be the leader of the 9-11 commission. Which and is people interesting. people freaked out and they were like, no, dude. Well, let's remember, let's think about why. Why do, why do we not care yeah. for him too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. We'll get into all that. But then they're just like, whoa, dude, you can't have him running the show. Right. You know, so anyway. Anyway, so, you know, this this comes out, the 9-11 commission report, and there's no mention of Tower 7. Um AE 9-11 Truth, architects and engineers from 9-11 Truth came forward and they started this, circled this petition around the country. And I think right now, as of right now, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, 3,301 architects and engineers and mm -hmm. 27,000 members of the public have signed the petition saying, all right, this NIST report is bullshit, which was, um, I think the NIST report came out like 2008, something like that, like mm -hmm. seven years after the original incident. And it was a kind of a, oh, by the way, sort of thing. And you know, they, you can tell they really put a lot of effort sitting around trying to come up with a plausible story. Right. Um, the thing that I heard is that there's only three buildings in the history of the world that have fallen 
dude, steel, steel high rises that have yep, fallen sure. due to office fires. And those yep. three buildings were Tower One of the World Trade Center, Tower Two of the World Trade Center, and Tower Seven. Sure. It just doesn't happen. Third it, it worst can't structural failure yeah. in modern history. After Towers One and Two. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, so it's like, dude, okay, wait a minute. Something's fishy. And you, you know, there's there's footage, uh, you know, at AE911truth.org, they've got just a whole suppository of just like awesome information, videos, uh, stories, research. And, and, and really what it is, is like, this is the focus of the, tr- the 9-11 truth movement, man, which is great because we can get into all the crazy, stupid stuff. Like, why is there no footage from the Pentagon? Mm-hmm. You know, why it out of, okay. So at a, a plane hit the building and burned everything to a crisp and all these people died and there was jet fuel everywhere. But somehow one of the hijackers passports landed on the ground, like right next to, you know, and, and like that wound up in the FBI's hand. How convenient is that? Like, what is it? How preposterous is that? Plus jet yeah. fuel doesn't burn jet hot fuel. enough yeah, yeah. to have done. And yeah. this is the key. It yeah. doesn't burn hot enough to have yeah. done the damage to those yeah. buildings that sure. was done. And, yeah. and yeah. The, the leftover residues and the way that things, yeah. what are we talking about? Like molten steel, essentially. Yeah. That's That doesn't happen. You know, there's and so they, many quirky, go ahead, dude. They found the nanothermite particles yep. In, yep. in the rubble. Yep. And uh, I mean, how do So what's nanothermite? I mean, just, just basic, well, basic. Thermite's an explosive, and nanothermite's yeah. like a basically micro version of it. That uh, my and all it, someone else maybe expand. Um, my my understanding was is it was kind of a, a new when they found it. They knew thermite, but nanothermite was kind of something new to new discovery to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Absolutely. I mean, so there's so many quirky things, and we can get into all this like later, dude. You know. Even like okay, here's another one. This this you can this is verifiable, dude. You can look this up, like Washington Post. Um, George Bush Sr. was meeting with uh, members of the Bin Laden family uh, the day before 9/11 on behalf of the Carlyle Group, which is a military military industrial contractor. They had photos of him of Bush sitting with I can't remember his name on top of my head. I was trying to look it up, but a uh, member of the Bin Laden family. And then after 9/11 happened, after all air travel was shut down. They like actually were, they let one airplane fly out, and those were the members of the Bin Laden family that they flew out to keep them safe. Sure. Dude, this guy right here predicted 9/11 on June 28, 2001, three months before it happened. Bill yep. Cooper yep. on his radio broadcast, Hour yep. of the Time, said, "You know, whatever is going to happen in the near future that they're going to blame on Osama Bin Laden, don't you believe it for a second? Yep, he, he did. He called it, dude. And then within six months, he was dead." Well, go figure. Right. Tax evasion. Dude. That was a that yeah. was a big thing. His tax evasion, and then the United States Marshals looking for him and shooting him to death yeah. at his residence. Yes. But I'm sure that that was over yeah. tax evasion. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with anything that he ever said yeah. or put out there. Yeah. Of so look into this stuff, guys. But what I'm saying is, is like, okay, yes, there's a lot of crazy shit that is just not believable about the whole 9/11 right. story. But the focus of the movement, as it probably should be right now, is this this whole Building Seven, right? Yeah. So not the eight architects and engineers, dude, they've, they put together, you know, they've been raising money. Um, I really encourage everybody to go to their website, you know, sign the petition at least, Yeah. you know, contribute money if you can, uh, listen to some of their interviews. And also there's a lot of people out there saying that like, this is the controlled opposition. Like this is, this, this is all the bullshit, funny stuff to keep us focused away from the truth. But I don't, I'm not buying it, dude. I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, see, that's this whole conspiracy thing. You got one people saying, you know, the most credible people, oh, they're actually controlled opposition by, you know, the deep state. You know, it's just, it gets like so back and forth. Sure. Like yep. it's just, there's no end to that. But I don't, I don't believe that for a second here. Do you got something? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was looking this up. I, I knew that uh, building seven held some pretty important yes. things in it. Get so it. this mm-hmm. is, this is right off of Wikipedia here. Um, they had the Department of Defense Central Intelligence Agency. So it these are located offices? on these are offices? the 25th okay. floor. Okay. Um, let's see here. We also had a couple other, the Securities and Exchange Commission. Yeah. Yes. On okay. the uh, 11th and 12th floors. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 10th floor, there was the U.S. Secret Service uh, mm-hmm. Standard Chartered Bank, mm-hmm. and the 9th floor had the U.S. Secret Service. So those are just just interesting things to know that were in this building that mm-hmm. went down. That yeah. was looks like it was a controlled demolition. Yeah, you know, and it was uh, taken did down. You guys uh, touch on the BBC. No, reporting? we haven't gotten to the BBC yet. Yeah. So the BBC did that? report on. Uh, the demolition of the building mm-hmm. 20 minutes before it happened. So they're they're saying that the building is, was I, downed. I, now I did see that footage yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, you can you can you can uh, go straight to YouTube and watch them reporting on it. Yeah, yep. and uh, 
I mean, that's pretty widely known. It was 20 minutes before the tower went down that they reported on the tower being down. So, yep, so somebody jumped somebody the Somebody jumped the gun yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. with the script, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the, yeah. It was, um, God, I have it somewhere here in my notes. It was like a BBC World News live report with, um, whoa. Uh, Jane Stanley was the reporter, Jane Stanley. And, uh, yeah, she's talking for 20 minutes, like, oh, it's such a tragedy. You know, actually, I have the transcript right here. You know, it says, um, um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. 1,500 people are being treated. We have heard that uh, the Statue of Liberty, there's a field hospital. We've heard that it's unconfirmed yet that 100, okay, blah, 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 whatever. Um, then at the, and then this is pretty interesting right here. And so it says, uh, um, and so the, the reporter, it cuts back to the main reporter guy, and he says, to her, he's like, I wonder, I was wondering what it's like for you being in Manhattan. Well, unfortunately, I think we've lost the line with Jane Stanley in Manhattan. Perhaps we can rejoin her and follow up that later. So basically what happens is, like, Jane Stanley's standing there reporting on how Tower 7 had fallen when it's actually behind Standing right behind her. (laughs) Still behind her. (laughs) In frame. Yeah. And then once they realize that she jumped the script and they cut the live feed, and he's like, oh, it looks like we lost the connection. You know, it's kind of a trip. Go back and watch it. And then, yeah, 20 minutes later, then there then there, there it goes. Just Yep. So architects and engineers from 9-11 Truth, they commissioned a study through the University of Alaska Fairbanks, okay? And they you try to recreate, um, you know, I, I actually, uh, so basically their determination, I'll skip all the, the stuff because you can get it all right on their website, architects and engineers, ae911truth.org. Videos for everything. Yeah, dude, videos and breaking it down. And in fact, this is all new stuff, man. Like this, this study actually concluded like November, September, November, somewhere around there, 2019. Yep, sure. They just released their like um, their preliminary final report in March, I think. And I think they're still right now in the process of you know, going through the peer review process or like getting it finalized and they're going on like a citywide city to city tour to kind of present this information or at least they were before all the, the shutdown. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so this is all like happening in real time, you know, this is really happening in real time kind of stuff. And uh, but anyway, the bottom line is that the the uh, Alaska University of Alaska Fairbanks, you know, they're they in the conclusion of their study. They said that it did not happen the way that NIST reported it and that the only way that that building could have fallen the way it did, Megan kind of said it a minute ago, the only way it could have fallen the way it did was the simultaneous failure of every single vertical column in the entire building, which can really... 80 times eight floors. Yeah, which can only be attributed to a controlled demolition. Because let's say, let's see, Gage, and I quote... Richard Gage says that it fell uniformly, symmetrically, straight down to its own footprint in under seven seconds. Yeah. So, so there you go. Only be achieved by a controlled demolition. So what is a controlled demolition, right? So that requires you to go in with cutter charges on each one of the vertical columns, right? Um, and uh, and then they all have to be timed, connected to a, like a computer or some sort of trigger mechanism. And it's just like, boom, push a button. They all go off at the same time. Or if they're trying to have it fall a certain way, they, they trigger those explosions first, and then it works so that, you know, so it can fall. They can manage the way it falls, but to simultaneously fall like that, you have to, you know, it's a very coordinated thing. Now, right. these, these things, yeah. you can't just, like, okay, like, I know in your head you might be like, okay, well, let's say the tower got hit, and all this, it's on fire. Well, they just sent in a crew, and they planted explosives, and then they just brought it down. But it doesn't work that way, to dude. Pu- to, but to it put that take. many explosives that it would mm-hmm. take, that, that would be, it would be months. It takes It would months, take months, months. Yeah. to, this yep. is not something they could have accomplished that day, that no. week, no. or even just that month. This yep. was way long in the planning. And, years. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about it, and that's where the whole 9-11 truth, like, that's the focus, man, I think really needs to be. You know, we don't need to find out how involved Dick Cheney is at this point. We don't need to find out Donald Rumsfeld's role in it. We don't need to know what the Bush family's role in it, you know, or, or, or you know, we don't need to know that, like, uh, Osama bin Laden was actually a CIA asset named Tim Osman. Like, we don't need to know these things right it's now. Right. We can g- uncover that later, but let's focus on the fact that if you spent months and months and months planning demolition charges in World Trade Center Tower 7, that means you knew something big was happening. Yep. So the foreknowledge is what the whole point of the thing is. It's like, okay... So, you know, folks, we're leaving you not with the answer, but we're going to give you a lot of questions to go out there and ask, you know, and there's a lot of good resources to go check out. Um, we'll probably put a bunch of links in, like, the notes of this show here that you can go check out. But, man, I'm telling you, it's crazy. 
once you know you've been lied to, yeah. it changes your outlook on yeah. everything. And it will change yeah. that. And you have it right there to change your outlook on absolutely everything. And it will. And it is ignorance might be bliss, but knowledge is very much power. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And we can get into all like the like the technical details of it, which is interesting stuff. But like really just a broad brush overview, folks, like look into Tower 7, man. Go support these folks, architects and engineers and 9-11 Truth. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's. It's a trip, man, and and so I felt pretty strongly that this needed to be the pilot episode because it's just such an incredibly like like it's gonna just flip like people that have never heard this before it's gonna flip everything be like whoa dude wait a minute really and then when you start looking into it you know it's gonna start unraveling from there so just just, just we gotta this, find that BBC you know, footage yeah. somehow and get that linked yeah 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 totally and just don't be afraid don't be afraid yes you've been lied to and yes the people that you thought were the good guys are the bad guys and believe it or not. It's going to surprise you when you find out that all the people you think are the bad guys are the good guys, yeah. but <laughs> they don't want to. But, see, but stay but with see, us anyway. See, remember, yeah. like we were saying yeah. earlier, that's your conditioning talking. Yep. That's the programming. That yeah. is the programming talking. We are here to help. Yeah, and probably all the people at the top. I'm not, that wasn't like a backsided Trump plug. Like, they're probably all bad guys. Trump included all of them, dude. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, like, dude, just, just keep an open mind, dude, because... Open. Critical it's, think. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want No more cognitive dissonance here. Yeah, That's exactly. what we're trying to get the away last, from. Exactly. The last thing they want is for us to be thinking for ourselves. Right. You know? They want you to be angry about what they want you to be angry about. Yes. That's this whole thing we've been seeing for the last three months. It's like, you know, it's like... Look you how divided you, we are. Yeah, you take on whatever agenda we tell you to take on. Why don't you go out there and get passionate about an agenda that you... That rings true to you? For me right now, one of the things that really... That, that, that's pr- kind of like my decider kind of one way or the other has been like the big tech censorship thing for me that's it yeah because once our ability to express ourselves goes away or only becomes one-sided that's that's when it all ends you know um it's just a digital book burning going on and this web this 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 is going to get suppressed because we're talking about this exact type of stuff that's going to get suppressed so we're going to have to find alternative ways to get this stuff out you know and and i feel like i only have access to a certain amount of information and and it's or you know, in some of my research recently, I had to go deep to find something yeah, that I was looking for. That's just like, God, what the hell? And stuff yeah, I knew that used to be there is no longer there. Yep. One of my favorite, time. one of the best documentaries ever is one called Imperium. Uh, it's a two-part, five-hour documentary um, watch this on one. YouTube. We'll, I'll, I'll track it down. They took the first part off of YouTube. It's, it's insane, you know? Um, you know, it's just like it's, it's all going away slowly. And so for me... That's where I kind of plant my flag is like, okay, big tech censorship. I don't, you know, that's something that I can. So when I see certain things happening, like recently, you know, Trump was saying how he is instituting all, he's going after him, dude. He's like, no, you can't do that anymore. Done. Game over. I'm like, okay, I can support that. You know, I I may not, you know, agree with everything, but uh, I can get on board with that, dude. And that's the thing, you know, like, like, yeah. You know, ask your friends, okay, why do you really hate Trump? Name me three things. Yeah. Well, he's mean. Okay, that doesn't answer the question. Right, right. And, and, and I think, you know, and I don't the even thing like about Trump, Trump either, is, is like the, the things that I don't like about Trump yeah. are, aren't the things that the media tells me not to like yeah. about Trump. Well, exactly. that's, that's it, too, yeah. right there. Yep. And, and I think that it's also important to understand that, that someone who we may not like might also potentially be someone that, whether it's on purpose or inadvertent, is standing in between us and yeah. this utter tyranny. He's really. doing good shit. He's doing yeah, good there, shit. There's... They're talking about like he took over the, 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 the Federal Reserve. Like I haven't yeah. heard much about that, but I guarantee like that's gonna put you in the line of fire with a lot of powerful people. You know? Um you know he's doing some good shit, dude. And uh and so whenever I see like smears against him, I'm like, okay, maybe that that's just the programming, dude. Yeah. But I'm not but I again I'm very reticent. I don't think any of us are kissing his I'm ass not, here, but I'm not supporting I just don't want to support any of it, dude. I think the whole thing needs to be brought down and I think the day of non compliance stuff is a really good thing that we need yeah. to look into. But the problem with it is is it would require very, very vast coordination, everybody to be on board, in agreement. Same thing with, that's what's wrong with this uh, you know, this and this, this this the rioting that's going on, dude. You know, it, it's so easy to, for them to manipulate it to their advantage and take take whatever te- headline they want out of it, right. and and spin it to their advantage to push whatever agenda it is they want. So all the people that are out there protesting, dude, you're just being used as pawns, man, in the bigger game. It's just you know, 
I, and, and I hate to say that too because like god damn it I want to go break some shit and say fuck you government like that's what I want to do but well, it's just well, like for real what you, what's being yeah. protested is absolutely valid yes and and, sure. and and the whole idea and the premise behind what needs to happen and what needs to change and what we all stand and I, I think it's fair to say what we pretty much all stand for um my, but but that it's being caught up underneath a blanket of the deeper agenda, and I think that's the point that we're that we're missing. Is that yeah, that needs to be looked at, but it's definitely not. They're taking our focus from why that's happening. Yeah, sure, definitely. True that. All right, damn, we're at about an hour five. You guys have any final thoughts? What do you think? Fucking good first episode yeah, there, dude. Pretty yeah, damn I'm excited. Good. Fired up. excited I just hope definitely. that that video is still rolling over there. I'm going to be pissed if it's not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're going to have to just go live on YouTube next time, dude. I think we got this. So good. Yeah, so fun. I like it. it feels good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I would say the same thing as before we started. Yeah. I would like to have. A list in front of me that I made before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I well, feel like that's for me. I just wanted like, and I knew to do that, and I just ran out of time. But yeah. But, yeah. All right, guys. I do think. What, what's our, what's our sign off, Megan? Oh, was I? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a better sign for next time. Um. So uh, we wish everybody to have a. Uh, how do I want to say this? We wish everybody uh, peace. We wish everybody uh, intellectual prosperity. Mm. And uh, we wish for you to be well and uh, that our freedoms will be kept sovereign and safe. Bam. True that. What was that? All right. 